We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This is the Buckeye Roundtable Show, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Brought to you statewide by the American Dairy Association Mideast and Cova Insurance and by Papa John's. Now along with former OSU All-American Jim Lachey and the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels, here's your host, Skip Mossick. Buckeyes coming off of their bye week return to action Friday night at Northwestern. We will break everything down for you on tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show with former OSU All-American and NFL All-Pro offensive lineman Jim Lachey ready to go for another week. Yes, I am, Skip. Let's do it. Hall of Fame broadcaster, longtime voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels, looking did, good. Did you miss a Saturday? I missed you guys big time Saturday. B. Well, (laughs) one guy, though, that still had to work this weekend in this room, and we're happy that he's joining us tonight, former OSU captain, national champion linebacker, and BTN analyst Joshua Perry. Great to see you. Thanks for stopping in. Hey, always glad to be in here. Josh, let's start with you. Odd to have a game on a Friday during the regular season. Is it difficult for players or coaches to adapt to, to things moving up a day early like this? It is. It's more difficult when you're not coming off a bye week. That's the advantage that they have. So they 
they got their plus one day uh, where they came in Sunday, practicing today. Uh, so everything's moved up. They'll have a little bit more time to adjust. But as a player, you get stuck in a routine, and that's where you feel like you're best. So it'll be interesting to see these guys adjust to it. More than likely, that's the reason that they got Ohio State and Northwestern, for that matter, to play this game because both teams coming off of a bye. Absolutely, and that's how the Big Ten structuring these Friday night games as we've seen uh, Maryland and Penn State were coming off a of bye as well when they had theirs. Lachey coming off of a bye. Is it tough to get back into the routine that Josh was talking about? You know, I think these guys understand what it's all about, and they're focused on it. So I don't think it's going to be tough. I think they're looking forward to this opportunity to play. And then this one is on the road against Northwestern. So I don't think there's they're more worried about what they have to do than worried about the opponents. So, no, I think, you know, playing on Friday night, like Josh said, it would have been a problem if you played Saturday because that would have made it a little bit tough, injuries, all those type of things. But since both teams are coming off the bye, I don't think it's a problem. I think they're excited to go out and show the world what they can do. Hardest thing about a couple of days off, getting back into that routine is for, man, I've had a couple I could eat. I can do whatever. And it's like, no, nah, you're, you're back at it right now. What's the hardest thing about coming back? Uh, I think that's it right there for me. You know, you take a couple of days off and then uh, you might feel a little bit groggy getting back on the field. Muscles might feel a little bit tight if you didn't take care of yourself over the weekend. So uh, I know those guys are conscientious for all those The things. toughest part is getting on the scale, right, Josh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's the deal <laughs> in front of Mick. That wouldn't be any fun at all. Keels, we'll get into this uh, coming up uh, more very shortly. But do you think seeing an upset like Georgia had on Saturday can – can be a good thing, if nothing else, but an attention getter. No question. And Ryan Day even referenced it today in his weekly press conference to see a team that everybody had kind of penciled in for the playoff picture before the season started. And as it's gone on, there's no question, Skip. That really is going to open some. We'll get into that and a whole lot more about that coming up here shortly. Friday, the Buckeyes are at Northwestern. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 7 p.m. Up next, we'll hit our 60-second timeout as tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Here's to the ones who put in the work. The no days off rise and grind warriors who live by the oath of my body is my temple. And when their temple needs to rebuild after a long workout, athletes of all types choose low-fat chocolate milk. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. Chocolate milk turns Motivation Monday into Flex Friday. Crush your goals with the help of a real recovery drink. Try it for yourself. Built with Chocolate Milk is brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encopa provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encopa Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. Hi, I'm George Kaufman, Vice President and Fifth Generation Byers family member. At Byers Auto, we've been Buckeye fans since 1897, back when tailgates had actual tails. Today, over a century later, Byers Auto sells more cars than any other dealership in Central Ohio. 
We are proud to sponsor Ohio State Athletics again this year because Byers Auto believes in the values that Ohio State instills in young people, and we hold ourselves to those same values. Go Bucks! Buy your auto from Byers Auto. Visit buyersauto.com. Big Lots wants to help you live big and save lots this fall. So right now, you can enter for a chance to win four tickets to one of Ohio State's home football games. To enter, just go to biglots.com slash OSU. Big Lots is a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. No purchase necessary. Open to Ohio residents 18 and up. Sweepstakes starts August 19th, 2019 and ends November 11th, 2019. For official rules, go to biglots.com slash OSU. Void where prohibited. Sponsored by Big Lots. Ohio State fans, cheer on your Buckeyes all season long when you shop at Giant Eagle. Score throughout the store with your favorite Buckeyes gear, thousands of weekly sales, double coupons, and the new Fuel Perks Plus, where you get more perks, more places, and more savings. Before your game day party, be sure to load up on snacks, grab some prepared food to go, and pick up a delicious Buckeye cake or treat from our bakery for dessert. Go Buckeyes to Giant Eagle, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye football lives here. The fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Joshua Perry in with us tonight. I'm Skip Mossick. Papa John's wants you to buck up and help beat cancer. Use the promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com to save $2 on any order over 20 bucks, And your locally owned Papa John's would donate a dollar to the James and Ohio State. Buck up and beat cancer. Everybody like their Papa John's this evening? Not enough of it. The, it's that, so good. The brownie so dessert pizza it. had no chance. It <laughs> was gone almost instantaneously. Once again. Our thanks to Papa John's for catering tonight's show. Buckeye Roundtable. 60-second timeout. All right, 60-second timeout. Ohio State and Northwestern coming up on Friday night. Let's start with this around the horn. Northwestern 1-4. and four. The biggest thing missing from the team that Ohio State saw in Indy last December is what? Joshua Perry, we'll start with you. Uh, it's got to be the quarterback play. I mean, when you look at what's going on there, they had a little competition uh, in training camp. They had T.J. Green go down with an injury after Hunter Johnson started the game and didn't do well in the first week. Um, still haven't found out who their guy is yet, and it's just not very good for them. So I would say the quarterback play. Yeah, four-year starter in Clayton Thorson, Gonzo. But also, along with that, they had some other experienced receivers that were gone, and they're without Bennett Squaronic, who is their top pass catcher coming in. I got to agree, the quarterback situation, you know, they had an experienced guy and the all-time winner as far as, uh, you know, career wins in Clayton Thorson, and they just haven't made the adjustment. Now, we faced something similar that the last couple of years, and mm-hmm. Ohio State's been able to coach him up. So I think you got to look inside, too. Is Mick McCall trying to force Hunter Johnson into his system or trying to take advantage of what he does best? And I think that's what coaching is. You know, if you don't try to make him force him to do your system. you got to see what he does and then say, okay, he can't do that. He can't like he can't make the pitch. You know, Sunshine <laughs> couldn't make the pitch. And remember the Titans, the same thing. Rev, you, you, come rev, on, rev, teach, me. <laughs> teach me. Exactly. So sometimes you, you got to find out what a guy does best and then teach him up on that and coach him up on that. And hopefully that can be successful. And they're having issues right now, obviously offensively, when you're averaging 290 yards per game, when you look at some of the opponents they played early on. Now they've, they've had some tough ones in there, but 
it's not where it needs to be to be a yeah. you know, to be the Big Ten West defending champion. You, you're not. I'm not feeling that. I, again, it's got to be more than just the one guy. I mean, it, it's, it, it might be the biggest reason. It can't sure. be the only reason. Yeah, I mean, when you watch the games, they they definitely look out of rhythm on offense. I think you brought up a great point, Mick McCall. Um, is that the offense that they should be running with the talent that they have there? Because I think they've got a couple good running backs. Wide receiver depth is not there. The talent's lacking at that position. And then a quarterback truly um, who looks uncomfortable behind that O-line for a number of reasons. I don't think he trusts them. But also, I don't think he can make all of the throws. So there's a lot going on there. All right, next up, and we'll try to make put Joshua not in a tough position here by asking this question. Now, I, I know that we grumble, Paul. And it will be a logistical nightmare on Friday. But uh, we saw Maryland really respond with a great turnout when they hosted Penn State a couple of Fridays ago. Can Friday night college football be a good thing? Well, in this case, for this week, the only reason to say yes, because we know from having gone there over the years, there will be a lot of Ohio State fans at Ryan Field. So it'll be a great atmosphere. Buckeye fans will take advantage of an opportunity to go to Chicago and do all of that. It'll be a great atmosphere, but I don't know if Northwestern, all respect meant, will make it a great atmosphere, say if it was a Friday night game in Madison, right. a Friday night game at Iowa, or someplace like that. That atmosphere that Maryland created, though, now the game was terrible, it but, was. But, but the atmosphere <laughs> leading up to it, was, it, was, it was neat. Yeah, I mean, they, they wanted to produce something, I think, to put some excitement around the Friday night games, because, uh, you know, a lot of people sit there and they grumble about um, playing football on the Friday night, and especially when you look at the Midwest and how big recruiting is here in the Big Ten. I can remember myself as a, uh, a high schooler playing on Friday nights and then going to the game, so that kind of hurts. And then, you know, flip it to my side. My bosses probably don't like me <laughs> saying it, but it's not the most fun thing to do on a Friday. Sure. It's covering a college game. So if they can get the right matchups, it becomes fun. If not, it's, you know, it's not it's not great. Joshua brought up recruiting. And, you know, that, how are you supposed to get recruits to to an alleged marquee game if, if they're playing on Friday nights? You can't. You That's can't. You know, it, it just throws that opportunity away for, for Northwestern. Otherwise, they would have the top recruits in the Chicago area nationwide come in for that game. And, you know, get a chance yeah. to watch the Buckeyes and say, hey, and then after the game, if you could be, say, hey, we could really use you. You know, you saw the product in the field. You'll probably get out here and play. <laughs> if it doesn't yeah. go, you know, if it goes well, hey, would you, you know, let's, wouldn't you like to be part of this? So it's a, one of those situations. But on a Friday night, you can. Now, there's some schools in some areas that do play Saturdays, but I can't imagine a high school football coach wanting his kid to go watch a college game yeah. the night before his game. So it does make it tough with that recruiting aspect. I hope this thing is something that doesn't catch on. I think, again, it's another made-for-TV event, and I, I just think sooner or later, you know, why don't you think about the fans who actually have to go hmm. to the game? You know, why don't they put that <laughs> Or go to work that day. Sure. Yeah, just something. You yeah. know, why don't they, instead of just yeah. trying to think about, oh, this would be great for TV, well, you know what? It's yeah. it's not, that's not what it's all about. It, you know, that's, it's I, I dollars, think it, it, it is. It's gotten out of hand. And, you know, that's that's what's wagging the dog right now. I tell you TV. what, and, and I can see it coming. I can see the email on Monday. that this, Ohio State brings eyeballs. There's no doubt about it. I can sure. see the email coming right now. Largest Friday night watched game in the history of television. It's just going to it's going to come out on the tape. There you go. Well, and, and the game could be terrible, but you know it could gonna... be. And as everybody knows, and Northwestern is, and even Pat Fitzgerald said it during the summer, they have, as you said, Skip, logistical concerns. They yeah. share their stadium parking with their hospital. It's in a neighborhood. It's going to be crazy. Last, the, the hospitals open all the time, twenty four seven. The parking, yeah, yeah. But the parking. Sorry, this year. you can't come here. <laughs> <Got a> football <laughs> game. <laughs> Last thing, and again, this this is a stretch, but think about this for a moment. This will be two consecutive Saturdays without Ohio State playing. 
Now, Ohio State dropped in the polls this week, mostly because of LSU, which we'll get into coming up shortly. But does the lack of visibility hurt Ohio State on a football Saturday? It could uh, for the time being. Eventually, that'll all work itself out. A win over Michigan, a win in the Big Ten championship game, all of that, a win over Wisconsin, that'll take care of that. But it kind of puts you a little out of mind. All right, next up, not to look past Northwestern. Nobody does that here, but with Wisconsin doing what they're doing and how they're doing it. Does Ohio State keep things any more simplified this week, especially on offense, Joshua Perry? Um, I think they're going to they're gonna keep certain things kind of uh, hidden away. They're going to know what they have to do to win this game. Hopefully it's not one of those situations where <laughs> the game starts getting a little bit funny and they have to dig deep into that playbook. But to me, I think that uh, they run certain concepts that they want to see on tape and then anything that they might have wrinkle-wise for Wisconsin, they, uh, they hold back. Yeah, I think you, gotta, you have a game plan to beat Northwestern, and mm-hmm. that's what they do. they got a game plan, and you know, I don't think they're looking too far ahead as far as having you know, special plays set aside. Hey, this is just for them. Yeah, there might be you know, somebody in the building looking ahead, but as far as the play callers and the guys getting ready this week, they're just worried about plays to be successful against Northwestern. Plenty of time. They'll have that extra day to worry about Wisconsin. And if you want an example, look at what they did to the Miami Redhawks the week before they played Nebraska. Thank you very much. Upsets. Upsets we know are a part of college football. We saw a big one on Saturday with uh, South Carolina beating Georgia. What's the main thing Ohio State needs to avoid Friday night for that to happen? They just need to go out there and play the daggone game. Like, they have to be locked in and ready to play. And that's it's simply what it is. When you look at the talent, when you look at the results from the games, this, this shouldn't be a close competition. But if Ohio State sleepwalks in there, you know, hey, it's one of those Friday night situations. We know that we've got a big opponent coming up. That's where they can get tripped up. Turnovers. Turnovers. Avoid them. Always the big one. Yeah. It- you know, I, I happened to play an 11-0 team that got beat by an 0-11 team, the Dallas Cowboys, when we were 11-0 with the Redskins in 1991. Somebody reminds us that every Thursday. And so, yeah, so that, to me, yeah, Sean Perkins. So you never know. You never know how it's going to happen. So you just got to go out there and play the game. You got to take every – you can't take anything for granted. You got to go out there and focus and win that battle. And, and it, it, you know, if there's guys that aren't working hard, things like that, then you worry. I think in our case, we had a couple guys injured against the Redskins and Cowboys and couldn't win it. I, I don't think that's the case okay. with the Buckeyes. All right, we're going to go deep off the board here. Oh and non-Ohio State-related question to wrap right. up this week. I know it's Division Three, but it's still college football. John Carroll beat Capital 90 to nothing on Saturday. Does there need to be some sort of running clock in college football like we see in high school football? Joshua Perry. Well, it depends on uh, whether I'm calling the games on TV or not. <laughs> 90 to nothing. Listen, football is one of those games that's for tough guys, so if you're getting behind whooped, you got to sit there and take it. I did an 81 to nothing game in 1991 when Penn State beat the University of Cincinnati. Yes, there needs to be a running clock fourth quarter if it's, let's say, if it's 65 or more. Have mercy, right? It's, 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 it's the mercy rule. And, I know. And I think that that's something that now, again, on the, the purists will say, what about the records? Well, you know what? Come on. The game's uh, decided. Yeah, it is. You don't want anybody getting records you don't want. So I think there's a certain point where if you're up, you know, 50 points in the second half or whatever, you know, it should be even less than that. You know, I think the high school, the state of Ohio does a good job with 30 points in the second half running clock. 
Uh, that seems to work. I've been on both ends yeah. of that. It's, it's when you're down and, by that much, you're, you're glad that clock's ticking. Yeah. It could be maybe more for the discussion to come, maybe 40 points or something sure. like that. But when, 90 to nothing, it's a, mm. it's a little, uh, yeah. it's like those poor kids. <laughs> Just get them off the field. Giant Eagle, Pringles, and Coca-Cola bring you the ultimate Buckeye home gate again this season. Register today at ohiostatebuckeyes.com slash home gate, and you, you could win a catered party for 20 at your home for a regular season away game featuring a former Buckeye player. Giant Eagle, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. One huge upset in the top 25. We'll discuss after further review next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Sports destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Joshua Perry. And with us tonight, I'm Skip Mossick. For more Buckeye highlights and analysis, tune to Buckeye Weekly on Fox Sports Ohio tonight at 10 p.m. Watch Buckeye Weekly tonight at 10 p.m. on Fox Sports Ohio and Fox Sports Go. Buckeye Roundtable. Like a chip, looks, nods, says he's ready. To take it to the third overtime. Kicks it up. And no good. He missed it. it. He missed it. it. And the Gamecocks win it in Athens. In second overtime, Carolina takes down number three, Georgia. They win it 20 to 17. I am not believing that. A two overtime victory against the number three team in the country. We break a four game losing streak. And Georgia trots to the locker room. Todd Ellis, Learfield IMG College, big shocker of the weekend. South Carolina wins at Georgia in double overtime, 20-17. to 17. I know a lot of people cheer for upsets, Joshua Perry. Is this a good thing for anybody, though, to have Georgia lose like this? Uh, that's a really good question. I, the way Georgia's sitting right now in the polls, I think they have an opportunity to get back. They've got some challenges still up on their schedule. But um, for, for the sake of college football, I know a lot of people who aren't Georgia fans, <laughs> maybe who don't cheer for SEC teams, are kind of happy about that. But um, just overall with the initial picture that we had of the playoff, this definitely changes things. Three things. First off, mm-hmm. South Carolina won it with their third-string quarterback playing. Ooh. South Carolina missed a potential game-winning field goal in the first overtime, and Georgia's receivers could not get loose from Will Muschamp's defense. Yeah, and Georgia, you know, their kicker, Rodrigo, I think he was only missed maybe one all year. Yeah, and something like been, that. Been really good, uh, but he couldn't come through when, when they needed him in the clutch. Uh, you hate to leave it up to a kicker, and that's what they did. Their offense, you know, won there. Jake Fromm had some turnover issues. A lot of people now questioning, did we, did we keep the right quarterback? I mean, what <laughs> one the game. Well, uh, you know? 
So, And we touched on this in the open, but, uh, again, how much of a wake-up call is something like this to not just Ohio State but everybody else across the country that's still unbeaten? Oh, it's a big wake-up call. you got to go in there and you got to play all your games. And I, you know, I can remember a time in 2014 where I was on a team where we lost early, and thankfully it was yeah. early, but that set us into gear to be able to win the rest of our games and, and to make sure that we were intently focused every time we went out on the field. So, uh, you know, if you're on the outside watching it, you're going to make sure your team doesn't slip up the same way. Did you see South Carolina's athletic director had to apologize? I guess they damaged the hedges at Sanford Stadium. <laughs> yeah, they were taking little bits of they were like three or four in inches. Putting their helmets, yeah, making antlers. Put, putting them in their teeth like the roses, you know. So I got a house here in Columbus. They can come do that. <laughs> That's right. It's <laughs> fine. Trim the, trim the hedges. One team I thought about, though, on Saturday morning, anybody was Notre Dame. I mean, it's oh, like it's, I it's, did too. It's, it's like him, yeah. it's like wow, it's just right there. All right, let's stay in the SEC. All of a sudden, there are no more no more unbeaten's in the East thanks to LSU. Second down and three upcoming. The market on the far side hash and the Tigers ready to go. Snap back to Burrow again. Go back to Davis Price. He's got a seam. He's down the near side hash. 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Tigers. Ty Davis Price with the score. His third rushing touchdown of the season. 33-yard touchdown, and the Tigers regain the lead 34-28. to Chris Blair, LSU Radio Network. This was tight for a while, but LSU pulls away in the second half, defeats Florida 42-28. And we've talked understandably so much around these parts about Joe Burrow, but how about that LSU defense, mm. especially late in the game when they were able to lock it down? Yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow is what's got this thing clicking because they, when they didn't have Joe Burrow, they still had a great defense and they couldn't win ball mm-hmm. games. But right now, they're finding ways to get it done. Three touchdown passes. Again, I think he missed like maybe three passes, 21 and 24, some crazy number like that. Uh, the way Joe's playing right now, of course, the games are going to get tougher and, you know, as, as he goes. But he's on a good path right now with LSU. And hopefully Ohio State stays on that path because that would be uh, interesting to have yeah. those two guys square off. From a defensive perspective, Josh, I mean, just what you've seen from Burrow now, I mean, is, is it any different now than what we saw when he was here in Columbus? Oh, he's definitely more refined. I think he's just developed. And as, you know, an older player, that's what tends to happen. But uh, hadn't watched a lot of LSU. And I knew that he had a high completion rate. When I watched this game over the weekend, I was wondering if he was a guy who was just throwing the easy pass. They were kind of sure. scheming up some of the throws. You flip on the tape, and he's making really tough throws into some windows. I mean, he looks really good right now. He's definitely a game changer for them. He is. I mean, he's, you know, like I said, he had 290-some yards uh, throwing the football while managing that offense well. And guys are believing in him. You can see everybody believes in him. The team does. They're rallying. And, you know, he's putting them on their back right now. And obviously he's got to win some games down the road, but uh, it's all looking good for LSU. LSU jumps to number two in the polls behind you-know-who. Here's Alabama now with a first and ten from the Aggie 33. Judy in motion from the far to the near side of the field. Tua stands in. Tua looks near side, wide open. Rods. he'll make the grab. He's in. Touchdown, Alabama. Eli Gold, Learfield IMG College. Alabama cruises past Texas A&M 47-28. We talked about it briefly last week. Thought it might be a little interesting, but didn't know if A&M had enough uh, to to pull off the upset or not. Alabama just too much. You know what happened, Skip? They poked the bear. A&M went up 7-0. Alabama trailed for the first time this year. Got them all (laughs) hacked off. It makes a difference when you watch this Alabama team. You know, you sit there and... Defense might be a little bit banged up. They got some young guys out there, but the way their offense is rolling right now, teams can't outscore them. 
Now, their offense is rolling defense, special teams, and, you know, if one guy just looks at Nick wrong, he kind of like, <laughs> you know, gets in their face. And, 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 you know, everybody's just. Rack poison. Yeah, everybody's really? just ready to play. Cranny, give him tons of credit. Yeah. He's had teams prepared year in and year out, and he did it again. Jimbo Fish, on the other hand, A&M's 3-3. Three and three. Are you kidding me? All the talent in the state of Texas, SEC, and you're 3-3 three and three right now. Uh, that's an issue. If they get there November 9th, LSU at Alabama. So we'll see how the next couple of weeks uh, shape out with things. Next to the Big 12, we knew it would probably be a good game between Oklahoma and Texas, and it did not disappoint. Stevenson, the running back here. Play action. Hurts back to pass. Has time. Now he's lobbing late for CD. Caught at the 10. Breaks away to the 5. He's still on his feet, and he pogos. Did he get in? Touchdown. How did he do that? C.D. Lamb, a magic trick on the four sidelines, and he hopped in on one foot. Toby Rowland, Learfield, IMG College, Oklahoma, holds off Texas. They remain unbeaten 34-27. C.D. Lamb showing that he can be a game changer, but uh, here we go. Joshua Perry can do that. That's right. (laughs) But Oklahoma is playing some defense, and in the Big 12, you play some defense and you success. That's that's the key right there. I think that their defense is coming along to a point where, you know, people can't play catch up with their offense. But yeah. talking about C.D. Lamb, there was one frame where if you press pause, there were five Texas defenders and it was him. and He scored a touchdown against the sideline. It was ridiculous. C.D. Lamb had 10 catches, 171 yards, three TDs. Uh, you know, you really I think Ellinger for Texas played well. He just didn't have C.D. Lamb on the other yeah. end <laughs> catching those passes. Very quietly, though, there is still one other unbeaten in the Big 12 that no one has talked much about as we head to Waco. First and goal from the five for the Bears. A touchdown wins it for Baylor in the second overtime. Charlie Brewer with Hasty in the backfield. Takes the snap. Give to Hasty. He's in. Touchdown, Jamichael Hasty. The Bears win in two overtimes over Texas Tech. The Bears are 6-0 on the season. John Morris, Learfield IMG College. And, uh, again, no one's mentioning. No one's going to say. I'm not saying what's going to happen but Baylor 6-0. And some controversy that came with that. There was a play in the first overtime that could not be reviewed because it was a dead ball situation, but Baylor center muffed the snap. It hit off of him, went to the ground. Mm-hmm. The opposing team recovered it. The officials called it a dead ball. Baylor kept it, couldn't be reviewed. And the Big 12 later came out and said, nope, that was the wrong call. Wrong call. But at the end of the day, Baylor's right there. And it's it's them and Oklahoma right now as far as uh, still perfect records. Yeah, and it'll be interesting to see how it all kind of shakes up in that conference down there. I know there's some good teams at the top. But like you said, Baylor's not one we've spoken a lot about. Haven't seen a ton. But uh, just talking about the coaching job that's being done there, they've made a lot of progress. No, I I like the way Baylor, I mean, they're getting things done right now, playing good (laughs) football and if you can win an overtime like that, you know, rally, even though, as Paul said, I, I read that same thing yeah. at the comment. Yeah. Uh, but mistakes happen, and sometimes you better from them. They surely did that game. Final stop, South Bend, usually a pretty good matchup when USC and Notre Dame meet up. 13th play of this drive is second down five. Book drops back, keeps it himself across the 10. Five, dives to the end zone, touchdown Notre Dame. 3.33 left in the game. Notre Dame's lead of USC is now 29-20. to 20. 
Paul Burmeister, Notre Dame Radio Network. The Irish hold off Southern Cal 30-27. to 27. And if you're Notre Dame, you just got to keep winning. That, that Georgia loss, I think, really hurts Notre Dame. And just hope that either Alabama or LSU continue to do the same, that they one of those teams wins that, goes unbeaten, and wins the SEC championship. Yeah, that's game. kind of the deal there. And it'll be interesting to see because they always play a tough schedule. But uh, more and more I watch them, the more and more they start to look vulnerable. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they match up with the team up north when that one comes around. Didn't they have a big lead in that game? And yes. USC came back they and did. made it close. But Ian Book has quietly become, you know, we've talked so much about quarterbacks around the country, but Ian Book is putting together a pretty little, pretty good little career for himself. Tony Jones Jr. went off uh, 180 some yards or 174 yards in that ball game. You know, really, you know, they found a running attack, and that's again a surprise. USC, they're three and three, and they can't stop the run. I mean, that should be a trademark of any. Defense stopping a run, especially at the power schools, and they're not getting it done. Congratulations to Tony Jones Jr. for doing that. I made this case last year. I'll stick with it. I mean, Notre Dame, look, they play five or six ACC opponents every year. Make them play Clemson in the ACC championship game as opposed to, especially in a situation where they're good, as opposed to Clemson playing a two or three loss Duke or Virginia in the championship game. Make it mean something. I tend to agree with that. I mean, it would help both of them. I think it would give us a little bit more clarity into what the ACC is and what Clemson truly is after their schedule. But also for Notre Dame, it would give you that opportunity to play in a conference championship yeah, there, game. There's all that talk about the 13th data point. They were able to get in last year despite it. But now with a loss, it would be something that would help them recover some ground, you know, especially if Georgia Cle- losing. Sorry, Paul. I'll, if I'm Clemson, I'd say forget it. You oh, know? Well, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to join the conference or not. You know what I mean? Full-time, all yeah, sports. Exactly. <laughs> all right, we will break down the Big Ten teams for you coming up next hour. For each Buckeye sack this season, Kroger will donate a sack of groceries worth 100 meals to those in need here in central Ohio, which supports Kroger's Zero Hunger, Zero Waste plan to end hunger in our communities and eliminate waste across their stores you can join kroger's zero hunger zero waste team by remembering to round up at any kroger register ohio state at northwestern coming up on friday night buckeye coach ryan day joins us next as the buckeye roundtable show continues you're listening to buckeye roundtable presented by buyers auto on the ohio state sports network from learfield img college Go Buckeyes! Let's win this game! I love tailgating. The best darn band in the land. My mom makes me say it like that. Safe Line Autoglass knows Buckeye fans love game day. You better be wearing scarlet and gray. That's why Safe Light takes care of autoglass damage anywhere in Buckeye Nation. Giving you more time for game time. Safe Light, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Now, the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, there is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. <laughs> Classic Bob. Buckeye fans, check out the Buckeye Game Day Concert Series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer two hours before every Ohio State home football game this fall located in Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week will feature a different artist or band performing live on stage for game day fans outside of St. John Arena. Check out Ohio State's social media pages for the artist lineup and visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Set sail with Buckeye Greats February 16th through the 21st, 2020 and join us in our fight against cancer. We hope to see you there. Go Bucks and beat cancer. 
For over 30 years, Hyde Park Prime Steakhouse has been serving Columbus with the finest award-winning thick-cut aged steaks. Consistently voted Columbus's best steakhouse, Hyde Park is also rated excellent by Zagat Guide as one of the top steakhouses in the country. Enjoy happy hour cocktails Monday through Friday with bar plates starting at $5. Located in Upper Arlington, downtown, and Dublin, Hyde Park can accommodate events for groups of 6 to 300. Hyde Park knows Buckeye fans demand the best. That's why they're a proud sponsor of Ohio. Ohio State Athletics. When your furnace or air conditioner stops working, you can always rely on Atlas Butler to get it up and running the same day. So why not depend on Atlas Butler for all your plumbing needs? Our expert plumbers can take care of anything from a clogged drain to a broken water heater. We work on all brands of water heaters and plumbing equipment. One call does it all. Toyota RAV4 is more athletic, more street-savvy, and more off-road capable than ever. Now, through November 4th, you can get a low-mileage lease on a 2019 RAV4 LE for just $199 a month for 36 months with $29.99 due at signing. With approved credit through TFS, tax title, and license extra. Call 1-888-36-TOYOTA for details. Get more RAV4 now for $199 a month. For all Toyota offers, see your Toyota dealer or go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Your home for Ohio State Athletics. The Fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Joshua Perry in with us tonight. I'm Skip Mossick. The Byers Auto Group is proud to partner with the Buckeye Crews for Cancer to raise funds for cancer research at the Ohio State University Comprehensive Cancer Center, James Cancer Hospital, and Solov Research Institute with one goal, living in a cancer-free world. Byers Auto serving the community since 1897 and a proud sponsor of Ohio Ohio State Athletics. It's time for Tim Horton's Buckeye Roundtable Coffee with a Coach. So pull up a chair, grab your mug, and enjoy Tim Horton's Coffee with a Coach on the Ohio State Sports Network. Buckeyes at Northwestern coming up on Friday night. Uh, Coach Ryan Day joins the roundtable right now. Coach, good evening. We touched on this earlier, but from your perspective, what's the biggest difference between Northwestern now and the team you faced in the conference championship game in December? And I guess, are you a little surprised at all that they're just one and four so far this year? Uh, you know, they're really not that different on defense. Um, you know, they're, they're ranked statistically about, and I don't remember exactly where they're at at the end of the year, but um, they're still a really good defense, and it's hard to, to move the ball on them. You know, you look at Wisconsin, had less than 300 yards total offense against them, and really good. You know, they had some, some changes on offense and, and graduated Thor, Thorson and, uh, you know, a few other guys over there. So, uh, you know, haven't had as much success on offense, but, but that doesn't mean uh, they won't. You know, they're very, very well coached, um, you know, and still have the same plan to win, which is, you know, control the ball, play great defense, and, and make your own everything. Yes, I was going to say, Coach, your defense, Joe Gaziano still there, Patty Fisher, number 42, Blake Gallagher, uh, Sam Dub Miller, number 91, a defensive end. A lot of that front seven, the same front seven you won against, but it's just a little bit different uh, results this year. Uh, how do you attack that? The same way maybe you attacked it last year in the Big Ten Championship? Uh, you know, you guys were able to get out wide with them and eventually pound them with that running game. Yeah, you know, looking back on the numbers, you know, we ran the ball, I think, for maybe 110 yards. But we ended up throwing the ball a lot, and that was, I think, attributed to their style of defense, but also, you know, kind of the, the offense that we had last year with, 
with Dwayne and the receivers. And um, so again, you know, they, they take away the run, you know, most like most big 10 teams, uh, you know, they're going to put an extra guy down in the box and force you to throw it at times. But uh, you know, like last week, you know, we're still going to have to run the football or running backs are going to have to run with their pads down and the offensive line is going to have to create uh, movement. Coach, uh, you're playing in a Friday game, and I know you're coming off a of bye week, so you've got the extra day, but does anything preparation-wise change for you and this team? Uh, you know, we like to have, um, you know, an extra practice, you know, under our belt, and, and we start a day early. So uh, if this was uh, coming off of a bye week, if this was a Saturday game, we would practice on a Monday. Uh, <clears throat> typically we don't. We go Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, this week, because it's a Friday, we're going – you know, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, as we as we head into the game. But um, uh, but but other than that, you know, normal normal practice week, we just get one extra day. Ryan, you were asked about it in your press conference today, but wanted to go over it again, and that's uh, how when you were a college quarterback, you kind of got uh, indoctrinated from Chip Kelly going to visit Northwestern when Randy Walker was there and Kevin Wilson was there in their offense. If you would kind of again relay uh, how you were kind of used as an experimental tool and all of that in New Hampshire. Yeah, yeah. Um, during one of the spring breaks in the off season, uh, Chip went went to visit Kevin and those guys, and I think Zach Kustak was the quarterback there. And we brought back a bunch of film and really went about the business of learning to read defensive ends. You know, it's really where the ride and decide, read play became. You know, the read option. You know, that was kind of where a lot of it started right there. I don't know if that was the first place it started, but but it certainly. Um, was, you know, right at the infancy stages at that point and uh, brought the film back and it kind of went from there. Hey, Coach, how do you like your leadership so far, your seven captains? You know, you got four on the defensive side, three on the offensive side. You like what they've done so far? And there's areas I'm sure you gave everybody three things to grow on, and those three guys got some things, too, that you wanted to grow on. But so far, how do you like what they're doing? You know, I think our guys are doing an excellent job of setting an example, creating a standard, uh, being consistent. And, and I think the challenge is, you know, how many guys can you bring with you? And, you know, in a day and age where, you know, a lot of these guys are, are kind of on their phones and uh, social media, you know, uh, in this generation, you know, challenging those guys to, you know, put themselves out in front of the team and be more vocal, uh, something we always talk about, but also being, being yourself. And uh, that's the key to leadership is authenticity. And I think they're doing a great job, but certainly um, there's areas for everybody to improve in that area. Is there a, an approach that you attempt to take with a football team that's had success to make it just about week to week rather than what happened previously and what might be happening in the future? Yeah, I mean, it's something we've talked about from the beginning of what that was going to take, uh, but that's easy to say early in the season, and what's hard is to follow through with it. And, you know, we're on this journey together, and it's just you have to remind them week in and week out that if you don't show up with your hands up on any given night, you know, you can – you can get knocked out. <clears throat> and so that's why we have to bring it every week. And that's part of being tough. You know, and we've said this from the beginning, we certainly want to play tough and be physical, but being tough is being mentally tough to practice hard in week seven, week eight, week nine, as things go on on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, working through nagging injuries and bringing the energy, you know, day in and day out when it starts to become a little bit older and, uh, you know, later in the season. So that's all part of that stuff and things that we're talking about on a weekly basis and addressing with the guys and challenging them. Coach, uh, when you talk about some of the challenges, I know one thing where these guys have been tough and they've improved is on the defensive side of the ball. So um, not only from the coaching staff, but from the players, what have you seen as some of the biggest keys to that improvement? You know, in terms of us? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I think that um, 
there, there's a certain energy level. I think that, uh, you know, the guys, you know, they went through last year and some of them kind of got scarred coming out of there. <laughs> some of that was just some inexperience. And I think, you know, when, when you sit on that for a whole year, especially at a place like Ohio State, it, it just makes you more and more motivated and, and you know, shows you have something to prove. But I think the scheme really fits our guys. I think that they feel com- comfortable and in the system, I think they understand what they're doing. They know their assignments, but I think they also know how everybody else fits into the defense, which gives them more confidence and understand how they fit into the scheme. Ohio State coach Ryan Day, we always appreciate your time, coach. We'll see you Wednesday for your show this week, okay? Sounds good, guys. Thanks again. All right, again, Buckeye coach Ryan Day, we hope you enjoyed this week's Tim Hortons Coffee with the coach, Tim Hortons Cafe and Bake Shop, the official coffee sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And uh, Joshua Perry, I know that you just absolutely love just hearing everything when they're talking about what this defense is doing so far this year. It's, a, it's an amazing story. Yeah, it's been pretty cool. Um, you know, you talk about some of the schematic changes, and I think that's a big deal, and it's let guys kind of play up to their talent level and what they do best. But when you look at the mentality of the defense, I think that's one of the biggest shifts. And uh, to me, I think that uh, being aggressive and being downhill and letting guys develop that edge is probably more important than anything you can do schematically. So to me, seeing that change has been awesome. When you look at what happened this year on that side of the ball, does it make you happy? Does it make you mad about what, what happened last year as far as what we saw? Out there? Um, you know, you, you, you have your questions about why last year it looked the way it did, but I, I'm happy for all those guys. There are a couple of guys on that roster who I'm really close with on the defensive side of the ball, and specifically in the linebacker room, you know, seeing those guys kind of start to hit their stride in terms of reaching their potential has been really cool. Yeah, Malik Harrison, I think, is playing lights out right now. Um, A lot of tackle for losses, getting penetration, uh, doing what he needs to do. Jordan Fuller, what can you say about him, man? 32 tackles. He's, again, our leader. Him and Malik were tied last year, but he's always got a nose for the ball and is making big plays. So I think Coach Day said it, man. There's some guys that are are scarred. You know, Purdue, that scars you. You know, we we left there thinking a little bit like, ooh, what just happened there? I think those guys lived with it. That defense was scarred too because of all the big plays that they gave up. And that was a, you know, that wasn't just a one week thing. That was a 12 week thing. Buckeyes again at Northwestern Friday night. We will hit the red zone with Tim May of Letterman Row next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. This is Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motorist Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encopa provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encopa Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. Yep. Come on over to Heartland. Millennials, this message is for you. Banking is not a commodity. 
Relationships still matter at a community bank, and we have all the technology you desire. So get on the smartphone, do your research, then let's start a relationship. I'm Scott McComb, CEO, coming over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. Rare banking feels good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Hi, this is Paul Keels, voice of the Ohio State Buckeyes. The Convenience Stores of Speedway is proud to be a sponsor of Ohio State Athletics and your first choice for value and convenience. Start your day at Speedway with a great selection of hot and cold beverages, energy drinks, pastries, and everything else you need to get going. Speedway, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. We're on your way, the Convenience Stores of Speedway. Buckeye fans, join us for the American Electric Power Scarlet and Gray Salute Military Appreciation Event on Friday, November 8th, taking place in Remembrance Park near St. John Arena. Enjoy live music on the Rocky Brand stage, food, drinks, and more from 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. There will be beer sales on site, and a portion of all proceeds will go to Benefit USO Incorporated. Come out and enjoy an event supported in a great cause prior to the Military Appreciation Game when the Buckeyes take on Maryland. I'm former linebacker James Laurinaitis, and I'm proud to partner with your locally owned Papa John's stores to help beat cancer in Columbus. Papa John's gives over $100,000 each year to the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer and the James at Ohio State. Help us raise even more money now through February. Use promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com. You'll save $2 on orders over $20, and Papa John's will donate a buck to the James. Help us buck up and beat cancer. Don't miss the grand opening of the new Floor and Decor in Reynoldsburg. If you have never been to a Floor and Decor, you have to go to the grand opening. Hardwoods, laminates, tile, or stone. Holy smokes, this place is huge. I'm on a budget, and I was able to go to Floor and Decor and save a lot of money. You will be blown away by this experience. The pros come here, I come here. If you love your wallets and you love your home, you have to go. Floor and Decor, now open in Reynoldsburg. Bryce Road, exit 110 off 70 behind Starbucks. Or visit Floor and Decor. The, 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 the fan, the fan, Ohio sports destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Joshua Perry in with us tonight. I'm Skip Mossick. For every Buckeye touchdown scored this season, Heartland Bank will make a donation to the USO of Central and Southern Ohio benefiting our active-duty military personnel and their families. For more information or to support our troops, go to USOCSO.org and be the force behind the forces. Buckeye Roundtable Red Zone. Joined now by Tim May inside the Red Zone from Letterman Row. Tim, thanks for your time. Second half of the season for Ohio State begins Friday at Northwestern. Not that many thought that they would repeat as Western Division champs, but how surprising is it to you that the Wildcats have won just one game so far? Well, when you're when you're as bad as they are offensively from a production standpoint, you know, it takes points to win. I remember telling the coach that at Ohio State one time when he was uh, an offensive coach, when he was belly aching about the uh, defense after Ohio State got beat 28 to nothing in uh, at Michigan. I said, well, you know, you got to score at least one point to win, coach. He goes, yeah, you're right. But the uh, bottom line is they haven't they haven't been anywhere near as good with that uh, transfer quarterback. You thought they were going to hit some stride. Now they've gone to another quarterback, and they're just trying to find their way. Defensively, they're pretty damn good when you look at the stats. But 
you know, they're they're poor offensively is the best way of putting it to this point. So I'm really not as surprised as you might think. Tim, you've had a front row to uh, a front seat to Ohio State football since, say, 1980, early 80s. The last 34 games, Ohio State's thrown for 111 touchdowns, and that's since the arrival of Ryan Day. That's most in the country. Did you ever expect to see that kind of turnaround offensively with Ohio State football? No, you didn't mean turnaround. You meant explosion uh, <laughs> from a from a rocket standpoint. Now, right. It's funny because I'm sitting right here with a buddy of mine, Jeff Snook, on uh, NASA Parkway down here in Clear Lake, uh, Texas right. right now. Uh, but that, I digress. We're looking out over Clear Lake. It's pretty cool. But I digress again. Uh, no, I mean, you knew that what Urban Meyer wanted when he brought Ryan Day in. They did want to juice things up from a uh, passing game standpoint. And, uh, you know, clearly there was some work there that needed to be done. But then when you all of a sudden you go from J.T. Barrett to Dwayne Haskins Jr., a guy would much rather throw the ball than run, you know, in certain situations. That just took it to the next level. Now I think they found – I don't know if you agree, Jim. I I think they found a nice mix offensively, about as good as anybody in the country. I was privileged to get to watch uh, Alabama at Texas A&M the other day with my buddy Jeff and, uh, uh, you know, just kind of eyeballing what I think, how those teams would match up, Alabama and Ohio State. And, you know, two attack of Valoa – you know, he's so good that he's got uh, Nick Saban throwing the ball almost as much as he runs. That's crazy. But that's what you have to do in the modern game when defense is getting up on you like they want to do. So, uh, But it's part, part and partial to having uh, hellacious uh, athletes at both quarterback and wide receiver and even at running back. And that's what Ohio State is enjoying at the moment. I was going to digress and ask you about that game, but since you brought it up. Uh, no, what really, uh, when you think about – what happened with Georgia and South Carolina, and that's something Skip brought up earlier tonight, Tim. Can that be a wake-up call for Ohio State if they weren't already awake to what they need to do? Yeah, Paul, when I looked at these games, by the way, Jeff Snook thinks you're the greatest, uh, but I digress. Tell him to aim higher. Uh, yeah, uh, exactly. That's what I said, but uh, he was intent on shooting that arrow. Uh, bottom line is uh, – uh, I don't. What was your question? I forgot. I got. Can the Georgia loss be a wake-up call for Ohio State? Well, you know, you look at this schedule and you're thinking. I'm talking about preseason. Northwestern at night on Friday night. uh, They just played these guys for the Big Ten championship. This is the game that might trip them up. You know, then everybody got fixated on uh, on Nebraska, and now you know it's uh, the interesting thing is I'm not sure Northwestern is good enough to beat them beat Ohio State on an average day. Uh, that's what it would take for Ohio State, for Northwestern, I think, to have a shot. I mean, Northwestern is legit defensively, but Ohio State has proven the last couple of weeks to me that whatever you try defensively against them, they can eventually find an answer. And I think that's what stands out about this offense. When you, when I was asked about the offense earlier, that's what stands out about this offense more than anything is the answers they come up with when you pose questions for them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, now, you, of course, you know, the big problem – I think Ryan Day has to keep in mind is the periscope. The periscope is on that noon game with Wisconsin. And, you know, anybody who's been watching uh, football this year knows that that is the big-time showdown in the Big Ten, uh, at least uh, through October. And, you know, will he have them on the beam to take care of business at Evanston? You know, we've seen, as you all know, you've been almost as many games as I have up there. Strange things happen in that stadium sometimes for Ohio State, and I think a lot of it is, maybe taking for granted or looking ahead. Tim May, Letterman Road. Tim, we appreciate your time. Safe travels back home, okay? Yeah, tell Joshua Perry I said hi. He hi. is right here. He said hello, <laughs> absolutely, So, which is all good. Tim May, we always appreciate your, your time. But to Joshua, he brought up as far as strange things happen there. in Evan. They have. That's not to say they will definitely coming up this week, but it's just 
be careful. Don't look ahead. His point was valid. Don't look ahead. That's one of those places. I mean, we got up there in uh, 2013, I believe. That was really a one-possession game until the end when somebody fell on a, a fumble in the end zone. So, so things, boasting, things yeah. get funny up there. Yeah. It's it's just, you know, you got, you got to know. And Tall it's, grass. It's different. Yeah. You know that grass? You know, and it's just, you know, it's you're talking about – 40,000 yeah, at a little different. So it's a whole lot different than playing at Ohio Stadium. Hour number one completely in the books. Stay tuned. Hour two straight ahead. Our Encova Insurance Archie Griffin High School Player of the Week Awards coming up. The American Dairy Association Mideast's top high school performances. Some great stories from this past week and around the state of Ohio. We'll hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews. Northwestern coach Pat Fitzgerald will join the program. Again, Ohio State at Northwestern Friday night. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto is on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And welcome back, everyone, into our number two of tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Joshua Perry in with us tonight. Ohio State at Northwestern coming up on Friday. We'll have more on that coming up. But right now, it is time to talk some high school football. It's time for the Encoba Insurance High School Player Award on Buckeye Roundtable. One of the highlights of the Buckeye Roundtable show is the presentation of the Encova Insurance Archie Griffin Athlete of the Week Award. During each roundtable show, Encova Insurance and the Ohio State Sports Network honor a high school athlete for their outstanding play and team leadership. And tonight's recipient is senior quarterback slash safety Jeremiah Tucker from Columbus Marion Franklin High School. Thursday night, Tucker passed for 197 and three touchdowns. He rushed for 64 yards and two more scores and had a pair of interceptions on defense, returning one of them for another score. And Marion Franklin's 54-24 victory over Columbus Independence. The Red Devils are coached by David Laxo. They're 5-2 and and will host unbeaten Walnut Ridge on Friday night. Congratulations again, Jeremiah Tucker from Columbus Marion Franklin High School, the recipient of this week's Encova Insurance Archie Griffin High School Athlete of the Week Award. Encova Insurance, formerly Motorists Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance, a longtime radio sponsor of Ohio State football. Time now for the American Dairy Association Midi Statewide Top Performers on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. And while Jeremiah Tucker had a big, big night last week, there were other really strong performances all across the state of Ohio. Jim, we'll start with you. I want to go to Granville. Uh, quarterback Bo Buttermore threw for 379 yards and four touchdowns in Granville's 41-7 victory over Northridge. Heels. How about Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy quarterback Cole Fisher, 12 for 17 passing, 135 yards and a TD, but on the ground ran for 101 and two more scores as Cincinnati Hills Christian Academy beat Purcell Marion 34 nothing. I can just imagine that made for a great celebratory dinner with a big belly buster burger at the Silver Spring House on East Kemper Road. Oh, there boy. He goes. The last time Joshua Perry did this fine program, he said, look, you got, if you want me to do this, you have to give me some defensive stuff to talk about. I need some defense. Go so for I'm it. Going with the defensive unit from Avon Lake, had their fourth shutout in five games as Avon Lake defeated Lakewood 38 to zip. The other game during that stretch, they allowed just a lone touchdown. Avon Lake is now 6-1. and one. Good for them. Lachey? I'm going to go Amanda Clear Creek quarterback Peyton Madison. 152 yards passing and a pair of touchdowns and also ran for 90 yards and three more touchdowns as Amanda wow. rolled Circleville 54-8. to eight. 
Did you find yourself subconsciously almost ready to say Peyton Manning? I had to really caught, but I know who's named I caught the rolled circle. Yeah, really. How about Streetsboro running back, Donovan Washington? Nine carries, about 165 yards, including a 76-yarder to the house. And Streetsboro's 56 to nothing win over Coventry. Yeah, one more, Josh. Going more defense. Cleveland Ooh. Heights defense forced three safeties in their 39 to 6 win over the Fighting Tyvis Powell's Bedford. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do three safeties in a game? Bad ball. Unbelievable. Maybe their snapper was hurt. We begin our <laughs> weekly whip around the state of Ohio. We'll start tonight in Northeast Ohio. Multiple performances to mention as we welcome in Ron Potesta. Ursland quarterback Matthew Reardon went 18 of 29 for 351 yards. 191 of those yards to James Phillips as Ursland lost to Columbus Watterson on Friday night. Hayden Gibson from Brookfield went 12 of 16 for 348 yards in a loss to Columbiana. And as far as running backs go, Marco Ferry set an all-time record for most yards in a game as Letonia beat Lisbon in week number seven. Marco Ferry running for 330 yards. It is the second time that Ferry has ran for over 300 yards this season. For the Sports Animal 1390 in Youngstown, I'm Ron Potesta. Twice over three bills. That's, wow. that, that's, a, that's a pretty good season right there. Next to Wayne County, a couple of big nights there as we bring in WQKT's Mike Breckenridge. Friday night, two stars emerged in the Wayne County Athletic League as Dalton beat Smithville 33-30. For Dalton, they're 6-1. They were led by sophomore Jaden Malone, who had 378 yards of total offense, rushing and receiving, and scored four touchdowns. In a loss, Smithville junior running back Chandler Keener rushed for 300 43 yards on 56 carries. It was just last week that Keener set the school record, rushing for 346 yards. Last two weeks, 689 yards on the ground for Keener. Friend of WQKT in Worcester, I'm Mike Breckenridge. 56. How many carries? <laughs> Man, what? Unbelievable. Run. Come on. Wow. Defense. Uh, Circle over to Allen County. Huge night there, as we hear from WIMA's Todd Walker. It was a big night for Allen East quarterback Bryce Belcher as he accounted for all six touchdowns in his team's 42-7 win over Bluffton Friday night. Belcher ran for four scores and passed for two more as Allen East improved to 6-1 and one on the season and 3-1 and one in the Northwest Conference. The Mustangs are at Paulding this Friday night. Reporting for 1150 WIMA in Lima, this is Todd Walker. I told you there were some big numbers uh, from this past weekend. South to Shelby County, even more school records have fallen there as we hear from WCSM's Ron Brunswick. The Interrockets ranked fifth in last week's Division Six poll ruled to a 53-20 road win over the Fort Ricari Indians at Baron Brugge Park. The Rockets now are 6-1 and one on the season. Senior running back Riley Hillscamp carried the ball 21 times for 281 yards and touchdown runs of 3, 10, 21, and 62 yards. He now has 1,124 yards on 109 carries and 18 rushing scores for the season. The big night on Friday also made him the career rushing leader in Rocket football history. Hillscamp now has 4,137 career rushing yards. The Rockets have a big home MAC matchup with number one co-order this Friday night. I'm Ron Brunswick. 
for your sports leader, WCSN. That's a big ball game over in that area of the state, Jim Lachey. I mean, that's, uh, they love their football over there, but that, that is a huge game. I, I want a 50-50 ticket. <laughs> <laughs> because that's, that's going to be like a twelve or $13,000 no pot. No kidding. Down to Miami County next. Another big night there as we hear from WING's Justin Kinner. Troy Trojan star senior running back Kevin Walters had another 200-yard performance this past Friday night in the Trojans win over the Sydney Yellow Jackets 19-7. Walters rushed for a season-high 216 yards and punched in two touchdowns. The Miami Valley League's leading rusher, Walters, has now rushed for over 200 yards in back-to-back games. Up next, the Trojans will welcome in the Fairborn Skyhawks this Friday night at 7 p.m. For ESPN 1410 Wing AM, I'm Justin Kinner in Dayton. Circle south down to Lawrence County. Let's check in with WNXT's Mark Williams. The Portsmouth Trojans improved to 6-1 and one on the season with a 34-20 victory over Chesapeake Friday night. Senior tailback Talon Parker rushed for 288 yards on 17 carries, scoring three TDs as the Trojans rolled up 427 yards of total offense. Portsmouth will travel to Fairland to tangle with the four and three Dragons next Friday night. I'm Mark Williams, WNXT Radio, Portsmouth. Tell you what, big numbers on the ground, no Ooh. doubt, all across the state. Let's swing up to Washington County next. Big night there on both sides of the football as we hear from WMOA's Andy Rex. Skip Belpre High School senior running back and linebacker Logan Adams was the impact player Friday night for the Golden Eagles as they dropped South Gallia 42 to 12. Adams had 11 carries for 104 yards, including touchdowns of 8, 12, and 34 yards. And on defense, he had a 27-yard pick six. After starting 0-2, losing to regional powerhouses Fort Fry and Trimble, Belpre has now rolled off five straight wins and has a Friday night showdown with Division Three in-county rival Warren. From WMOA in Marietta, I'm Andy Rex. Up to Muskingum County, some big quarterback numbers there from WHIZ's David Kinder. Zanesville quarterback Ben Everson has played well all season long, and last Friday was no exception. He and the Blue Devils hit the road to play the Logan Chieftains. The senior quarterback was 27 of 36 passing for 382 yards and three touchdowns to three different receivers. Everson added a touchdown on the ground as well as Zanesville ran by Logan 44 to 14. Zanesville now 6 and 1 on the season and looking at the playoff picture they're in 5th place in Division 3 Region 11. Blue Devils back home Friday night to take on 4-3 Dover. Reporting for WHIZ in Zanesville, I'm David Kinder. We complete our complete circle of the state in Morrow County and by far my favorite story of the weekend as we hear from WMVO's Tyler Mathias. This past Friday night at Highland High School, the Highland Scots defeated the Mount Gilead Indians 28-13 and senior kicker Riley Kibber was 4-4 for on her extra points. This after being crowned the homecoming queen. The Highland Scots forced four turnovers from Mount Gilead and improved their record now to three and four on the season with three consecutive wins. The Highland Scots will be on the road at Centerburg in conference play this Friday night. I'm Todd Mathias with the Super Q 93.7, 100.9 FM and 13 WMVO. I tell you what, neat story there. And, it, it, you know, not the only female, as you're well aware, not the only no, female yep. kicker that's out there that we've seen. Yeah, Grandview uh, Heights High School has a, a, a girl, a female kicker, and she's done a great job all year long. So I've I, I, applaud that i think it's awesome obviously they're great soccer players most of them and, and come out and help out the football team yeah you what reminds you of kathy ireland from <laughs> necessary roughness doesn't it <laughs> which is which is all there but neat story again you'd love to see that kind of stuff so i, I think that's pretty cool home yep. teams uh saint henry grandview saint henry lost uh they're having a tough time this year a tough go of it the bobcats got back in the winning track uh, a tough game uh, versus liberty union 
Let me tell you about tough times. <laughs> the Mueller Crusaders got thrashed by the Elder Panthers. Only one win. This yeah. might be the one of the worst seasons in school history. Tough. I think they have Ignatius coming up this week. Oh, great. Yeah, Thank so you. It's it's a Thank you. Better Paul. Olin Tangi. Yeah, had a tough rivalry loss on Friday to Olin Tangi Orange, but they got a nice squad over there. They work hard. Mm-hmm. Numbers are down a little bit over at the high school, but those guys are grinding. Big win this week for them. Liberty's unbeaten. They got Liberty coming up this, this Friday Oof. night. Hartley beat Austin Town Fitch. They will take on Waterson coming up. On Friday night, our top performers from around the state is presented by the American Dairy Association Mideast. On behalf of Ohio's dairy farmers, the American Dairy Association Mideast reminds you that greatness is built with chocolate milk. It has the nutrition you need to power your potential. Buckeyes did some off-field work over the weekend. We'll explain to you as we hit the sidelines with Matt Andrews next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. We all have our routines. And for some things, routines are perfectly fine. But there's no such thing as routine breast cancer. At the James at Ohio State, you get a multidisciplinary team that specializes not just in cancer, but breast cancer. They focus solely on the prevention, detection, and treatment of breast cancer, providing care that's far beyond routine. For more information, visit cancer.osu.edu. Here's to the ones who put in the work. The no days off, rise and grind warriors who live by the oath of my body is my temple. And when their temple needs to rebuild after a long workout, athletes of all types choose low-fat chocolate milk. It's delicious and contains the right mix of protein and carbs to help refuel exhausted muscles. Chocolate milk turns Motivation Monday into Flex Friday. Crush your goals with the help of a real recovery drink. Try it for yourself. Built with Chocolate Milk is brought to you by the American Dairy Association Mideast, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Just like our conference really has 14 teams, if I say I ate a hot dog, I really mean three. That's my hot dog confession. My fiance's cool with serving Sherdale hot dogs at our wedding. She's definitely the one. That's my hot dog confession. I can still raise my arms in the shape of an O while holding two hot dogs. O-H-I-O. That's my hot dog confession. Look for Sugardale, the official hot dog of Ohio State Athletics, next time you stop into your local grocery store. It's the one with a bite out of it. We're back in Ohio Stadium where Byers Auto is inexplicably taking on the Ohio State Buckeyes again. I don't know who asked for this, Paul. There's not even anyone in the stand. It's a veritable ghost town out there as Byers Auto vice quarterback George Kaufman takes his nap. It is immediately hit by no less than three defensive linemen. I think I caught one of his teeth all the way up in the press box. I said it before and I'll say it again. It's a good thing he's good at selling cars because he's terrible at playing football. Buy your auto from Byers Auto. Visit BuyersAuto.com. Did you know that one in eight Americans struggle with hunger? Yet more than 40% of the food we produce is thrown out. At Kroger, we know we can do something about this. We're donating more food to local food banks through our partnership with Feeding America. And we're working with World Wildlife Fund to end food waste. But we can't do it alone. And we hope you'll join us in creating a world with zero hunger and zero waste. Visit thekrogerco.com to learn how you can help. I'm former linebacker James Laurinaitis, and I'm proud to partner with your locally owned Papa John's stores to help beat cancer in Columbus. Papa John's gives over $100,000 each year to the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer and the James at Ohio State. Help us raise even more money now through February. Use promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com. 
You'll save $2 on orders over $20, and Papa John's will donate a buck to the James. Help us buck up and beat cancer. Your home of the Buckeyes, the fan. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Byers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Joshua Perry. I'm Skip Mossick. Be sure to check out the Buckeye Game Day concert series presented by the Buckeye Cruise for Cancer two hours before every home game this season outside of St. John Arena in Buckeye Fan Fest. Each week features a different band live on stage. Get on board. Visit BuckeyeCruise.com to book your cabin today. Go Bucks and beat cancer. Now for Buckeye Roundtables from the Sidelines Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. Buckeyes at Northwestern Friday night at the midway point of the season. Ohio State center Josh Myers and his teammates were each challenged during the bye week by Coach Ryan Day to improve on three things as they turn to the back end of the season. Myers tells our Matt Andrews he was able to self-evaluate with Saturday off as we hit the sidelines. Josh, Miamisburg, Ohio native, did you get to go home during the bye week? Did you watch some football? What would you do? Yeah, it was awesome. I got to, uh, I got to go home. Uh, I caught the first half of the uh, Miamisburg game and then you know just hung out with my family and watched a bunch of college football Saturday. What was that like? I mean, you go back home, you go to the high school game on Friday and check it out, and here you are the starting center for the Buckeyes. Do you get do you get a lot of guys that you know or, or high school guys coming up to you and, and wanting to pick your mind? Are they, are they just in awe of you? What was that like? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, their their guys were, were focused on their game that Friday night and uh, didn't have a whole lot of time to talk to me. Um, so, you know, they they were mostly focused on that. But, you know, it's always good to be home, always good to uh, – to see the people who made me who I am today. Midway through year one as a starter, six games now, what has changed with you, the player? What what have you learned the most over the first six? Uh, I was just mentioning in the, the interviews over there, I think um, I've probably learned, you know, just how to accept the fact that in game it's not always going to be perfect. You know, as a center, I always want to make my calls be perfect. Uh, and I have to accept the fact that they're not going to be especially in a game where we're going fast uh, and, and, you know, just being confident in, in the original call that I make is one of the uh, biggest things I've learned. Coach Day mentioned that you, along with the quarterback, have to be the biggest vocal leaders on the field at the time. For the fans that are that don't know how this works, when you when you walk into the line of scrimmage, what's the first thing you're doing in terms of looking to, to check to make your calls in terms of reading the defense? Yeah, so the first thing I do is I, I check to see if they're in a you know four two or four three style defense. You know, I'll say let the rest of my offensive line, the quarterback, running back, know if they're in four down or if they're in three down, which are you know two different styles of defense or bear. It could be a number of things, uh, and then I start looking at the linebackers. Um, you know where they're at. Um, start looking at the safeties, checking around, see if I can see any blitzes, um, all kinds of stuff. As you watch the NFL now, let's go to the next level. You learned under Michael Jordan, and I know he was injured this week for the Bengals. Billy Price did play. What, what are you watching when you watch an NFL game on Sunday? Uh, to be honest, I watch exactly what you know I would think in a game um, when I'm playing. It's you know playing college football and specifically being a center has changed the way I watch football. Um, and I, I you know when the, when the offensive line comes in line, I look for. I just can't help. I only watch the offensive line. And I watch what the defense is doing, and I go through the same progression I go through when I'm in a game. 
Coach talked about meeting with you all individually before the bye week, talking about the three things. What can what can the line as a group? I'm not going to ask you specifically, but what can the line as a group do better as you guys hit the back half of this season? Yeah, I think um, as a whole we could improve on um, pass blocking, which I think you know on those last three games there, I think we did a better job of uh, going against some you know pretty solid defenses as well. Um, finishing blocks. You know, in the run game is important and something I think we could work on, and me personally as well. Um, and then just going faster, you know, getting set on the ball faster, which is really also my responsibility. And you know, I'm going to work on, you know, hurrying the guys up and getting on the ball. Lastly, I'm going to ask you about Northwestern. They've returned a lot on defense from last year's championship game. And, mm-hmm. and just what, what do you see when you watch them on film going into this game on Friday night? Yeah, they have a, uh, they have a good scheme. They have – uh, obviously good players, you know, just like from last season, uh, a bunch of returning starters. They're, they're big, strong, powerful up front. Um, and, and, you know, we're going to have to – we're going to have our hands full. So, we're gonna, we got to be ready to go. Good luck Friday night. Thank you so much. That's Josh Myers. Skip, back to you. Joshua Perry, when uh, – again, when the fans look at Ohio State the first six games, like, my goodness, what in the world – what in the world could they possibly be looking at as far as uh, that they need to improve on? Uh, take us into that room. You see so much more, you, even when it appears everything has been going great. How much are you going, ooh, 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 no, we got to fix that? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff when you really break it down and you're watching um, that you, you take away that they do need to improve on. And you can look at the points and say they, they score a lot of points. You can look defensively and say that teams don't score a lot on them. But uh, when you break it down to the nuanced part of the game, I think that's it. And uh, you know, Justin Fields, for example, um, doesn't throw as well, just like any other quarterback under pressure. And so in those pressure situations, the O-line has to be stronger. Justin has to be able to find out where his outlet is and get the ball out. Um, when you look at his pocket presence, every once in a while, he looks a little bit casual in there. So, um, you know, maybe that sense of urgency when the rush is starting to cave in on him to make a decision. And then uh, when you look defensively, we haven't seen it a ton, but to me, I think quarterback run has been a question where those guys can get gobs of yards at a time. So um, there's little things here and there that they're going to have to improve upon, but overall, the product's great. He talked about specifically the O-line there, Jim, from your perspective as far as uh, just things that they maybe need to shore up the back end of the season. Well, the running game you can't complain about. 288.5, uh, you know, number one in the Big Ten, tops in the country, one of the tops in the country, so you can't complain about that. The 13 sacks, uh, I, I don't like that number. I don't want any sacks, but... Is a sack better than an interception? Yeah, I'd rather take a sack than an interception. So you look at it that way. He's only had one interception, and and uh, you go from there. Uh, I think all these guys are stressing to themselves. Hey, I want to go out there and play the perfect game. Now, now how do you do that? Well, you got to have perfect technique. You got to have perfect assignments, and then you got to do the job. You got to execute when the ball snapped, and that's hard to do. I mean, very rare. If you can get eighty percent, that's a winning performance. But everybody strives to play that perfect game, and that's what these guys should be. And a guy like Josh Myers, he'll play that perfect game before his career is over he here. He wants to call the perfect game like Paul Keels. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> uh-uh, we know better than hey, that. Hey, Mike's on, he's great. <laughs> Lots of good, good stories around the Big Ten from this past weekend. We'll break it down for you next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. You're listening to Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Go, Buckeye!
guys. Let's win this game. I love tailgating. The best darn band in the land. My mom makes me say it like that. Safe Line Autoglass knows Buckeye fans love game day. You better be wearing scarlet and gray. That's why Safe Light takes care of Autoglass damage anywhere in Buckeye Nation. Giving you more time for game time. Safe Light, a proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. And now, Archie Griffin, football's only two-time Heisman Trophy winner, to tell you about Encova Insurance. Together, Motors Insurance Group and Brick Street Insurance are now Encova Insurance. Much like in athletics, Encova relies on teamwork, accountability, and dedication to execute a successful game plan. Your independent Encova Insurance agent can create a personalized solution for all your insurance needs. With smart digital solutions, superior financial strength, local expertise, and more, Encova provides a full range of products to encircle businesses and individuals with coverage at every step in life's journey. They remain dedicated to progress and continue to strive to be the most trusted and responsive provider of industry-leading solutions. Hard work and passion are critical components of any winning team. Count on Encova Insurance as your local team to provide peace of mind. Contact your independent Encova Insurance agent or visit Encova.com for more information. During the Fall Into Savings event, AgPro is equipped for delivering John Deere tractor packages with huge savings. Save over $5,800 on a 3025E compact tractor with loader, sale priced at $16,999 or $169 per month. Visit agproco.com slash fall savings. Offer ends 10-28-2019, subject to approved credit. Residency restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Buckeyes, United Healthcare believes small businesses are vital to our economy and an important part of our communities. Join United Healthcare in celebrating small businesses. I'm Kurt Lewis, United Healthcare of Ohio CEO and graduate of The Ohio State University. We want to recognize your small business with Spotlight on Small Business Sweepstakes. Weekly winners receive football tickets, on-field recognition, radio promotion, and more. To enter, visit uhcbusiness.com/buckeyes. United Healthcare, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. For terms and conditions, visit uhcbusiness.com/buckeyes. Sweepstakes rules and restrictions apply. Jeff Weiler Chevrolet has three locations, and there's one close to you in Canal Winchester. Come see us today or go online where you can take advantage of our virtual test drive from your smartphone. Find new roads at Jeff Weiler Chevrolet of Columbus.com. Before kickoff, hit the field with Game Time with Ryan Day. Join the head coach and experts from across Buckeye Nation to break down each week's game. Game Time with Ryan Day. Game Day Saturday mornings at 9 in Columbus on 10 TV and statewide on Fox Sports Ohio. The Fan, Ohio Sports Destination. It's time for the Elk and Elk Injury Report on the Ohio State Sports Network. Big thing everybody wants during a bye week is to heal up a little bit and uh, mission accomplished as far as your perspective uh, for right now, you Jim? Know, I think so, Skip, and obviously we'll find out yeah. uh, as close to game day. Some guys were nicked up coming out of that game. Obviously, Jeff Okuda, uh, you know, and Damon Arnett, two of our cornerbacks, kind of left that last game early, but I got to think with this week off, they're all going to be fine. Some other guys who were nicked up got a chance to play guys like uh, Tyler Friday and Rashad Berry, and then good to see C.J. Saunders back out in a uniform yeah. at Michigan State. Got to think that he'll be more involved in the game plan as things go along, or at least be out there in the field contributing. Our report was brought to you by the injury lawyers at Elk and Elk, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Buckeye Roundtable, Big Ten Breakdown. 
Two receivers right, one on the left. Berkey to throw to the right, and that's intercepted by Bond at the 30. Bond to the 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Wisconsin. Zach Bond, pick six, and it's 30 to nothing, Wisconsin. Matt LaPay, Learfield IMG College. Wisconsin's defense continues to play lights out. Yet another shutout as they take care of Michigan State, 38 to nothing. Joshua Perry, from as a defensive guy. I mean, what? What are we seeing here out of Wisconsin? They're they're a really well coached unit. They all play really hard. Their assignments sound. That's what they do. Um, they've they've scored as many times on defense as they've allowed touchdowns. That's impressive. But to me, when you look at like their tackle for loss numbers, for example, it's not anything astronomical. They just play the game the right way on the defensive side. They've created an edge where they intimidate offenses that come in to play them. And believe it or not, there were questions about their offensive line coming into the season. That seems to no longer be a question. But you know, Jack Cohn. He's managing what they're doing. Remember, for all of the success they'd had in recent years, some of the problems they had was the quarterback, and the name escapes me, the guy that left uh, to go to Florida State. Hornybrook. Yes, and the turnover issues that he would have. The, so, de- the yeah. defense, though, has just been fantastic. Uh, you know, the four touchdowns, that's incredible through Amazing. five games. Uh, you know, giving up like 40 yards rushing, 100 and some passing, you know, under 200, under 200. Uh, so Jimmy Leonard uh, came in. A former player took over that program after he had a nice pro career, mostly with the Jets, and has come back and has instilled some confidence in those guys, and they're all running around flying, and the M.O. hasn't changed. It's a big offensive lineman, a back that can run. Jonathan Taylor has been that, and then a play-action quarterback. And then you're going to see if you some jet sweep. I mean, how many times? That's the same package, Paul, that we've seen for 15, 20 years covering these games offensively, but they execute that jet sweep probably better than anybody else. They run downhill probably better than anybody else. So they got something. They know what they're good at, and they find ways to do it week in and week out, and uh, they're, they're sitting there pretty well. It's going to be a good game here in a couple weeks. Next to Iowa City, we knew it would be a pretty good uh, matchup as Iowa hosts Penn State. Now Kane will shift to the right. Play clock at 10, plenty of time. Second and goal at the Iowa 5. Pitch it to the edge. Kane goes to the far corner. Got the corner. Touchdown, Penn State. There's the two-score lead they've been looking for. Steve Jones, Learfield IMG College. Penn State just continues to get it done, Joshua. They beat Iowa 17-12. to Yeah, and you've seen them now, I think, in two games where it's been a little bit of a struggle, the game against Pitt and then uh, in Iowa City. Uh, their offense wasn't as explosive as we've seen. We've seen them put up numbers, you know, in the 50s, 60s, 70s points-wise, uh, 17 in both of those games. But I think there's something to be said about a team that can uh, be able to get enough points on offense and then on defense just stop a team, grind it out, and get the win, especially in an environment like that over there in Kinnick. And you're seeing Sean Clifford really come into his own as a quarterback. And you also see K.J. Hamler, not only what he does with the ball in his hands, but the attention that he draws from the defense, even when he doesn't. Penn State, I tell you what, they just do what they do, and they, they know who they're playing. And they, right so far, what we've seen, they'll just beat you at your own game. Yeah, Sean Clifford, Paul, has been really impressive yeah. running the football. I mean, that that to me is the X factor. Uh, Trace McSorley did it, you know, well, but this guy seems to have a little bit of knack. They said he went in like a 4-7 guy now through strength training. is about a 4-5 guy, so he's got the speed to do it. But Iowa, where's their offense? I was surprised yeah. that the first two passes the tight end caught all year it was in that last game so offensively they're not getting it done another team that is getting it done is minnesota saturday the gophers hosted nebraska two receivers left along with a tight end one receiver right that's bateman in single coverage back to pass it's a little bubble screen caught by bell he's to the 10 breaks the tackle watches his way in touchdown minnesota golden gophers 15 yards the fourth touchdown of the season 
for the sophomore Chris Altman Bell, and it's six zip Minnesota. Mike Grimm at Learfield IMG College. We thought we were talked last week. See, well, if Minnesota can take care of Nebraska, they took care of Nebraska thirty four seven. Gophers are six and zero. Yeah, Nebraska had some guys banged up. I don't want to take that. Uh, away from Minnesota, though, because when you look at what they did, uh, they went down. They have three receivers who can catch the ball really well. Great skill on the outside, but also three running backs. Now they got some guys healthy that can run the ball. And starting with that Illinois game a couple weeks ago, they ran the ball really well. This game, they also ran the ball well. And Tanner Morgan, as their quarterback, is doing just a great job of leading that offense. And Coughlin, their linebacker, who plays very well, too. But, you know, Minnesota now, they've got in a couple of weeks, they're going to get Penn State. The game at the end of the year for the Axe against yeah. Wisconsin. That could be to determine the West champion. They got a running game, too. Rodney Smith averaging over 100 yards per game. So they got the quarterback and Tanner Morgan. They got a couple receivers out there, Bateman Johnson, that can make plays. And and, uh, and they got a back that can do it. And the defense is getting it yeah. done. They're elite. Next Roll is Champagne, where <laughs> Illinois welcomed in Michigan. Patterson gets the snap. Fakes it, rolls right, looks, oh, wide got a open. wide open man in the end zone. That's a touchdown, Michigan, as Nick Eubanks scores on the run fake and pass into the end zone, and the Wolverine lead grows to 27-0. Jim Brandstatter, Learfield IMG College. This one got a little interesting. Yes, it Michigan did. opened up that big lead. They still get the W over Illinois, though, 42-35. It took, 42-25. The, it took the Illini to a little while for that uh, big stake from Alexander's to settle in before they could go going. But, yeah, late in there in the fourth quarter, they got, I believe they got within a score of Michigan yeah. there, and then the Wolverines kind of pulled away. But it's more than anything, it still raises some questions about the overall overall sharpness of Michigan. Yeah. That, that's where I was going to take it. I mean, you, you ask questions now. What is that team really when you look at the way Michigan's played? Yeah, you look at Shea Patterson's number, six touchdowns, three interceptions, you know, halfway through the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. let's go from there to a West Lafayette where Purdue played host to Maryland. First and goal at the four. Daru gets the handoff. He's inside the five, driving toward the end zone, dives. Touchdown, Boilermakers. King Daru dives in from four yards out. Two possessions and two scores for the Purdue offense. Tim Newton, Learfield, IMG College. Purdue gets the breakout game they've been kind of waiting for. They beat Maryland pretty handily, 40-14. to 14. Yeah, their quarterback, Jack Plummer, Went out and threw for 420 yards. Elijah Sindelar is out. Rondell Moore is out. So they got their offensive struggles, and it showed up against Penn State. They were able to correct that. Yeah. Haven't been able to run the ball really well all year, so uh, it's kind of the deal for them. They struggled a little bit on defense, but it looked pretty good on Saturday. Last stop, Bloomington, where Indiana hosted Rutgers. Two receivers to the right. Scott to the right of Penix, and the handoff goes. Nope. Penix throws it out there in the flat. Nice fake to the end zone. Nick Westbrook, and I think he got it in. Touchdown! Don Fisher, Learfield IMG College. Indiana shuts out Rutgers 35 to nothing. You want to feel good? Get Rutgers on your schedule. But also, what we're seeing, uh, even though it was a loss to Michigan State, we're seeing the difference of Indiana now with Michael Penix at quarterback. Yeah, Penix came in, and I thought, really played a, a good game. But Rutgers just struggling right now. You know, and in Maryland, too, the last thing we just talked about, they're struggling. The two teams in the East, uh, Big Ten East, are, are at the bottom. Are, are you know again Indiana? Give them credit; they're taking care of it, and they're on their way, hopefully, to a bowl. bowl. Vic, you know, yeah. bowl eligible. You know, it, you take a look at. Uh, let's let's ask you about Indiana as far as you, just seeing what they're like. What they're like with Penix, the quarterback, right now. Different team than when Ohio State faced him earlier. I agree. He does a lot of things well. He gets the ball down the field. Um, you know, he's he's a very good athlete, but 
Uh, I think he's got a better rapport with the receivers in Westbrook and Wap Fillier, those guys on yeah. the outside. They've been able to explode. This weekend, in addition to Ohio State at Northwestern, uh, Purdue's at Iowa, Wisconsin is at Illinois, Minnesota goes to Rutgers, Maryland hosts Indiana, and, of course, the big one on Saturday evening is Michigan at Penn State. Wisconsin has been home for five straight games, mm-hmm. so they get to leave the Camp Randall Zoo to go to Champaign. They get to go to. They get to go to champagne. They get to go to champagne. As should everybody get to go to champagne. Buckeye Roundtable is brought to you in part by Incova Insurance. Ohio State at Northwestern Friday night. Wildcat coach Pat Fitzgerald will join the Buckeye Roundtable show next. This is Buckeye Roundtable, presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Now the officials have been talking for quite some time. All righty, let's see what they have to say. Upon further review, there is no penalty on the play. However, we have conferred and discovered that Bob, the line judge, has saved a boatload for his kids' college using Ohio's 529 plan. It is tax-free, accepted nationwide. Bob recommends we all go to collegeadvantage.com. First down. Well, that's not entirely unexpected. <laughs> Classic Bob. Coors Light presents a word from Kirk Herbstreet. It's Saturday morning, and that means it's time for college football. It means your fridge is filled with Coors Light. It means last night's pizza is this morning's breakfast. And washing it down with your first Coors Light of the day is worthy of an ah. It's Saturday morning, and it means showers are optional. Make Saturday mornings even more chill with a fridge full of Coors Light, the official beer of Saturday morning. 2019 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Game nights, holiday dinners, birthday parties. Create new memories in your new home. And let the Ohio Housing Finance Agency help. If you're ready to buy a home, visit myohiohome.org. OFA offers down payment and closing cost assistance, lower interest rates, and more. OFA makes buying a home affordable. Visit myohiohome.org. For over 50 years, Toyota has built the kind of trucks legends are made of. Now through November 4th, during Toyota Truck Month, get $1,000 cash back on the Go Anywhere 2019 Forerunner and $1,750 cash back on any rugged new 2019 Tacoma or get $3,000 cash back on a new full-size 2019 Tundra. Cash back excludes TRD Pro Forerunner and Tundra models. For all Toyota offers, see your Toyota dealer or go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yep. Come on over to Heartland. Millennials, this message is for you. Banking is not a commodity. Relationships still matter at a community bank, and we have all the technology you desire. So get on the smartphone, do your research, then let's start a relationship. I'm Scott McComb, CEO, coming over to Heartland, where banking really feels good. Rare banking feels good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Don't miss the grand opening of the new Floor and Decor in Reynoldsburg. If you have never been to a Floor and Decor, you have to go to the grand opening. Hardwoods, laminates, tile, or stone. Holy smokes, this place is huge. I'm on a budget, and I was able to go to Floor and Decor and save a lot of money. You will be blown away by this experience. The pros come here, I come here. If you love your wallet and you love your home, you have to go. Floor and Decor, now open in Reynoldsburg. Bryce Road, exit 110 off 70 behind Starbucks. Or visit floorandecor.com. Your Ohio State flagship station, the fan. 
This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Joshua Perry. I'm Skip Mossick. Buckeye fans, AEP Energy is redefining the game with renewable energy plans for your home or business. Visit aepenergy.com slash OSU to get started. AEP Energy, the official electricity and natural gas sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye Roundtable Insiders. Ohio State at Northwestern Friday night. Earlier today, our Paul Keels had a chance to visit with Wildcat coach Pat Fitzgerald. Pat, first off, just wanted to ask you uh, how you went about trying to make the best use of the bye weekend. Well, you know, I think like a lot of teams that have a bye week in the middle of the season, you got to use the early part to uh, let your guys kind of get away and recharge a little bit mentally and physically. And uh, for us as coaches, uh, we hit the hit the ground recruiting there early in the week and then got back together midweek and just got back to fundamentals. Not that you ever abandoned them, but uh, just really worked hard fundamentally to improve and, uh, you know, just try to get the guys in a great mental state. You know, we've been on the short end of a few tough games and then uh, one, one game we, we didn't play well in. So uh, just getting ready to play a great team, as you know. You guys cover them every day. They're outstanding, and it's uh, going to be a huge challenge for us. Pat, is that where you lean on your leaders or your team to help keep everybody in that great mental shape? Yeah, you know, I really it's it's kind of more it was an individual decision from a program standpoint. Our leadership's great. The program's never been in a better place. You know, just scuffling a little bit right now. Uh, uh, you know, finding a way to win as a team. And uh, but the the guys' attitude, their work ethic has been outstanding. And uh, you know, we've we've also played a pretty competitive schedule to this point. So, you know, the guys have been in some battles. They're battle tested. And uh, you know, we, we've uh, we've just got to keep plugging along and keep working hard to improve. One guy that looks like he's not scuffling, and that's on defense, is Patty Fisher at linebacker. Pat, where's he grown over the years? Yeah, he came in with an amazing pedigree and a football IQ from Katy High School down in, uh, outside of Houston. And, you know, where I think he's become more of a complete linebacker is in the passing game. Almost had a big interception last week against uh, Nebraska for us. And uh, just is uh, truly a, a, an amazing student of the game and, and uh, working hard fundamentally. And, and then as a leader, he's not a guy that says a lot, but when he does speak, the guys really listen, and he's done a terrific job of it this year. With a guy like that, does it help when you can bookend him with people like uh, Gallagher and Bergen? Yeah, you know, the Gallagher's uh, just been playing at a high level now for a couple of years. And, you know, Chris is, uh, you know, starting to play some, like he did a year ago. He's, he battled through a little injuries earlier in the year, and now uh, I thought he played his best game of the year against Nebraska. Uh, you know as a linebacker, but if you would reiterate his for us, important that a defensive line plays well for linebackers to be able to make plays? Yeah, it is. And, you know, we try to roll, you know, eight, nine guys up there. Uh, the Buckeyes create a lot of problems with the way that Ryan runs his tempo and, You've got to be smart. You can't get penalties with having too many guys on the field. Um, and then, you know, third downs are going to be critically important. We can't allow them to get into third and shorts. Uh, and then, you know, for us, and, and I think everybody's probably approaching it the same way with the explosive nature of the Buckeyes offense right now, you know, third down stops are almost like defensive touchdowns. And so, um, you know, going to be really important. We're, we're really solid on first and second down, but you know, third downs, I think it won't be just us. I think everybody, as they move forward, sees just the efficiency level that the Buckeyes offense is playing with. Is that where a guy like Joe Gaziano on the line can be such a factor for you, Pat? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's across the board, quite frankly. You know, you got to fit gaps well. You know, Ryan uh, is so consistent in, in what he's asking his guys to do. Um, you know, you go back to, you know, preparing for the championship game a year ago and, and seeing where they're at now. They're just playing at such an efficient level. Uh, and playing with such great tempo, it's it's uh, 
as a fan of football, it's fun, fun to watch. I just look forward to watching it the rest of the year after we play each other because <laughs> it's not it's not been a joy getting ready for because they're playing just outstanding football. Yeah. Um, on the offensive side, in the last few games with all of the time that Aiden Smith has played, has it been a good primer for him? Well, I, you know, I think he's definitely improved. You know, we're, we're, we're battling through injuries at that position. You know, now in our third quarterback of the season, uh, makes it obviously, uh, you know, somewhat of a challenge uh, to Aiden's, uh, I think, credit. He stayed the course in his career, uh, kind of came out of camp third. And, uh, you know, an injury uh, in the opener to TJ, uh, he becomes number two, and that was reps increase. And then, you know, up in Madison when when uh, when Hunter got dinged up, and and uh, you know, I thought he we, you know, collectively as an offense, thought he went in and played fearless and and uh, got better over those couple weeks. And so, you know, we'll see how things progress as the season goes along. But I'm really proud of Aiden, a guy. You know, you look at all college football players and a lot of quarterbacks. The minute they don't touch the ball, they transfer. And, and to see a guy, you know, and I just wait his turn and take advantage of the opportunity. We're really proud of him here in Evanston. Uh, a guy that we've seen over the years, Riley Lee's at receiver and returner. Can he be a spark for you, Pat, on offense? Yeah, you know, he's played really well the last month. He played great against uh, Nebraska. There were a couple of targets that we missed for him, too. And then, uh, you know, the big 50-yard kick return that sparked our offense there. So, uh, you know, a, a guy who's, again, third-year player. You know, you, you mentioned a bunch of veterans here so far, my friend. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that's that's typically been the key for us when we've been a veteran, you know, veteran team. You know, we've typically competed for the West a year ago, probably my most veteran team that was able to stay healthy for the most part. Uh, you know, we were able to get the privilege to go to Indianapolis. So a little different challenge this year. You know, we got obviously uh, a daunting schedule in front of us, but as we look in the rearview mirror, one of the most difficult schedules to start the year is anybody in the country. And my hope is coming out of this bye that we've learned from that. We understand what it takes to win, understands what it takes for this team that we have here to win. And every team is different. Uh, there's very few and little carryover from year to year. And, and uh, you know, we know what we've got to do, and hopefully we'll be able to find a way to execute that on Friday night. Lastly, Pat, just want to ask you, you've referenced Ohio State's offense. What about the Buckeyes' defense you see as you get ready for this game jumps out at you? Yeah, playing really fast, tackling incredibly well. Uh, very few, if any, mental mistakes that we've seen. Now, I, I'm sure if you were to talk to their staff, they'd say there's plenty of room for improvement. But, you know, just playing really fast, you can see kind of the mindset uh, that they've taken, uh, you know, with the new staff members, uh, getting lined up efficiently, really, really playing fast, tackling well, and communicating at a high level. Sounds good. Northwestern coach Pat Fitzgerald, always appreciate your time. Look forward to coming to your city this weekend. Well, thanks, buddy, and uh, to all of our great Wildcat fans uh, in Ohio and especially in Columbus, uh, appreciate your support, and go Cats. Buckeyes at Northwestern coming up again on Friday. Papa John's wants you to buck up and help beat cancer. Use the promo code BUCKUP at PapaJohns.com to save $2 on any order over 20 bucks. and your locally owned Papa John's will donate a dollar to the James at Ohio State. Buck up and beat cancer. We will wrap things up and get you everything you want to know about Ohio State and Northwestern with some chalk talk next as the Buckeye Roundtable show continues. More of Buckeye Roundtable coming up. Presented by Byers Auto on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Hi, this is Paul Keels, voice of the Ohio State Buckeyes. The Convenience Stores of Speedway is proud to be a sponsor of Ohio State Athletics and your first choice for value and convenience. Start your day at Speedway with a great selection of hot and cold beverages, energy drinks, pastries, and everything else you need to get going. Speedway, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. We're on your way, the convenience stores of Speedway.
Ohio State Athletics, in partnership with American Electric Power, Donato's, Kroger, and the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, strives to inspire the community to make a positive impact on children and families in the great state of Ohio through our Buckeyes Care Initiative. Show and share your support in the community by using the hashtag Buckeyes Care. Please join us in these efforts by visiting OhioStateBuckeyes.com slash Buckeyes Care. And always remember to pay it forward. Power is a great deal during Ram Power Days. But when that deal is on the all-new Ram 1500, with available features like a 12-inch touchscreen, the largest of any light-duty truck, a bed with sides that double as Ram box storage, a tailgate capable of a 60-40 split, and a legendary Hemi V8 with hybrid technology, well, not only is that a powerful deal, that's the power to innovate. The all-new Ram 1500. Hurry into Ram Power Days for great deals on the most powerful lineup with the most horsepower of any full-size truck. Well-qualified lessees can lease the 2019 Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab 4x4 with a V6 engine for $249 a month for 36 months with $3,924 due at signing. Tax title license extra. Call 1-877-RAM-5722 for lease details. Requires dealer contribution or lease through Chrysler Capital. Extra charge for miles over 30000 Residency restrictions apply. Take delivery from dealer stock by 1014. Ohio State Athletics embodies a tradition of true grit and excellence. At Elk and Elk, we bring that same grit to the courtroom with a strong team ready to tackle your case. In true Buckeye spirit, we create a solid game plan to go up against tough opponents. When you're on the injured list, you need Elk and Elk, focused on protecting your rights. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO. Elk and Elk, proud sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Go Bucks! For over 30 years, Hyde Park Prime Steakhouse has been serving Columbus with the finest award-winning thick-cut aged steaks. Consistently voted Columbus's best steakhouse, Hyde Park is also rated excellent by Zagat Guide as one of the top steakhouses in the country. Enjoy happy hour cocktails Monday through Friday with bar plates starting at $5. Located in Upper Arlington, downtown, and Dublin, Hyde Park can accommodate events for groups of 6 to 300. Hyde Park knows Buckeye fans demand the best. That's why they're a proud sponsor of Ohio. Ohio State Athletics. Hi, I'm George Kaufman, Vice President and Fifth Generation Fires family member. At Fires Auto, we've been Buckeye fans since 1897, back when tailgates had actual tails. Today, over a century later, Fires Auto sells more cars than any other dealership in Central Ohio. We are proud to sponsor Ohio State Athletics again this year because Fires Auto believes in the values that Ohio State instills in young people, and we hold ourselves to those same values. Go Bucks! Buy your auto from Buyers Auto. Visit BuyersAuto.com. The Fan. The Fan. Ohio Sports Destination. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Welcome back, everyone, into tonight's Buckeye Roundtable show presented by Buyers Auto with Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, Joshua Perry. I'm Skip Mossick. The Tim Hortons Bucks win. You win promotion. Let's fans win off the field whenever the Buckeyes win on the field this season. Following each football win, go to a participating Ohio Tim Hortons location and mention Bucks win. You win to receive a medium hot or iced coffee of any blend for just a dollar. Valid the day following a victory only. No additional purchase necessary. Sales tax may apply. Tim Hortons, official coffee sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. Buckeye Roundtable, Chalk Talk. Buckeyes at Northwestern Friday night. Joshua Perry, by the way, thank you for coming down to do this. Always love having you down here. problem. Biggest thing to avoid coming off of a bye is what? 
Uh, it's that slow start that you might get sometimes. And, uh, you know, Northwestern's not good at any point during the game, but they're not good, especially early on. So you don't want to give them any life. And we know Ohio State kind of comes to life in that second quarter. So avoiding a slow start will be key for the Buckeyes. It's a strange atmosphere over there. Small stadium, typically 50% or more scarlet and gray as far as in the stands. A lot of Ohio State alum in the Chicago area. Um, it's just different. I mean, it's different than any other place in the Big Ten. I guess staying focused as a player. Yeah, it is. I mean, because it, it, it's, it reminds you of a small college atmosphere. You know, it seats 40,000. It's not the 100,000 that we're used to seeing, you know, in the Big Ten. That's one of the smaller stages in the Big Ten. Beautiful views, uh, you know, at least from the press box. If it's a nice day, of course, it'll be nighttime, so we won't get to see those beautiful views. But it, it, it's a unique stadium. Now, coming <laughs> off a bye, you know what? I, I think these guys are hungry. I, I, again, they understand what's ahead of them. They got two games. I mean, they, they're going to start their engines. They're going to go hard for two games, and then they get to shut it down again, and then they get another four-game stretch. I think they understand where they are. They took care of the first six games. Now they got this little two-game stretch start with Northwestern, and it's not really, again, I, I, yeah. I wouldn't, you worry about the opponent, but it's more about what Ohio State has to do offensively. And I think if the offensive line goes out and handles, because that's the strength yeah. of Northwesterners, their defensive line, if they can handle those guys, it'll give Justin Fields and J.K. Dobbins plenty of room to run and time to throw. I knew you were not going to ask Pat Fitzgerald this question, but I would have known the answer anyways. I guarantee you they haven't cut the grass there in about a month. <laughs> I guarantee you that. And I probably mean, got it watered down, too. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be there. If you're going to slow down Ohio State, that's the way to do it, Josh. No? Well, I think that's what they did to us in 13. It was a wet game. I think that grass was as high as I've ever seen. I mean, yeah. it is it is unbelievable. But if you're Northwestern, you have to do whatever you can do to, to – even this thing up in any way capable. Well, and remember, too, they're coming off a bye also. But, you know, that, this is a signature game for them. And also, as much as there's many of us that don't like the fact that it's a Friday night game, uh, if you're one of those coaches, you're probably selling the fact that, hey, you're the singular huh. of college football draw for for one evening. Well, if you're a college football player that Friday night, you're, you're locked in your hotel room. So you're looking for a game. So you're going to see a lot of the college football players and coaches and staff watching you. But everybody else is out watching high school games yeah. on Friday. So that's what it takes away. I know the Buckeye fans won't be there. But still... If I'm a we'll parent, listening on the radio, my kids play right, 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 while they're at the games. You mentioned the coaching staff, Joshua Perry. The, the focus of this year's team under Ryan Day has been very, very apparent. Focused, but still loose. Is it? Uh, you know, as a former player, do, do, are you sensing any of that? I am, uh, and I think the the one thing that you can point to is the maturity of this team. First off, where you've got a lot of fourth and fifth year players, so um, they can be loose while also still getting the job done. But when you look at the preparation as well. And specifically for the defensive side of the ball, when that playbook is pared down a little bit and you're running some of those more aggressive concepts where you don't have to think as much, the preparation comes easier. And then you can be a little bit more confident and feel loose about your game just because you know that you know, you know everything sure. that can hurt you. This whole Friday thing, I mean, I don't know that it's ever going to go away. I mean, it's – and you know, I wasn't joking when I said earlier, I fully anticipate this being the, the most highly watched football game on that network that you're going to see – from since its inception well let's let's understand too on that, a friday that, that's what, what that's 15 years ago when tv got started with this friday night game that's how a lot of people first became aware of boise state sure. because they had a lot of friday night games when they were in their heyday under dan hawkins so it's kind of got a little bit of a thing but we're not used to seeing 
Power Five conferences. I mean, if not mistaken, Skip, a handful of years ago, I believe Ohio State, Michigan, and Penn State, when they start talking this Friday yeah. night stuff, yeah. those three schools said, we are not interested in hosting Friday night games. I remember Michigan at Minnesota a Friday, but that was because, because of, baseball. of baseball. You know, it was the shared space with the men. And the Northwestern Dome. folks are not happy about oh, no. this either. It's, it's tough all the way it's, around. It's the it's, conference. It's all about TV. Final, Chicago deep dish, Giordano's or the lose? S- the Skip Mossick table at Giordano's in downtown Evanston. Lose is going to win. I'm going to Oh, I'm sorry. Lou Malnati. We're going to lose. Lou Malnati. Yeah. Lose. Lose or or lose. Giordano's. Lose Lose. for sure. Lose. Lose. Mustard's last stand. You can't lose. Mustard's last stand. If you're going to the game, go get a hot dog right there. Bunch of stadium. Guys, great job tonight. Thanks for coming down. No doubt. Buckeye Roundtable presented by Byers Auto has been brought to you statewide by Incova Insurance, Ram Trucks, the American Dairy Association Mideast, Papa John's, and by Byers Auto. For our producer, Colin Berenger, and for Jim Lachey, Paul Keels, and Joshua Perry, I'm Skip Mossick. As always, thanks for listening. This is the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield IMG College.